0: Welcome to Aluna Rising, the podcast woman. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve, and I am your host of this podcast. This is Human Design and Rewilding for the Feminine, the deepest, most transformative reclamation and embodiment work available in the online space. I am so honored to have you here, and I can't wait to go on this journey with you. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, woman. I'm so excited and honored to have you here and I cannot wait for today's episode for anyone that's followed me for any length of time. You know my obsession with the dark goddesses and today we are talking about Kali Now, the first thing I want to say is the dark goddesses, when we speak of dark goddess, we're talking about the shadows, the repressed aspects of self, the taboo aspects of self, those things that we've repressed about ourselves and hid in the shadows through our lifetime. And a wild woman is not afraid of the dark because she can see in the dark. And a mystic is not afraid of her shadows because she understands her gifts are within the shadows. So when we work with the dark goddesses, we are tapping into the gifts, the release, and the liberation that exists in our shadows. Your liberation within your shadows is not just about you. When you face the shadow aspects of self, you are creating an opportunity of liberation for everyone, for humanity. One of the biggest secrets that's been kept from us in regards to wealth, expansion, spirituality, and growth is that it is all based in our emotions. We've been steered away from exploring emotions, the depth, the height, the width of our emotions, and especially the emotions that are within our shadows. Because through those emotions, we can figure shit out. Through our emotions and becoming highly attuned to what's in our shadows, what's behind the veil, we see through the shit. You don't see a wolf that's being manipulated by words because she can feel into the emotion. She can feel into the frequency, the vibration, the intention. What rewilding is about is coming back to that wolf aspect coming back to that instinct and intuition that's deep within your cells and that doorway is through emotions. And for that, it's de with the dark goddess. Further, your emotions, the fullness of your emotions, the depth of your emotions, the height of your emotions is the key to the lock that contains your financial liberation, generational wealth, and financial liberation for humanity and the collective. Through your emotions, the depth of your emotions, including the ones you have repressed in your shadows, you liberate your voice, your soul, and your spirit. Through your emotions, you align all of your energetic bodies. And it's through Being able to feel deeply, being able to feel it all that you are able to receive deeply and receive it all. So all of the aspects we've been looking at in strategy and funnels and ads and the right formula or framework has been through returning to the faces of the feminine, returning to our wild aspects, returning to our shadows and the liberation that exists there. So I can't wait to bring you through this journey today with Callie. I think this is going to be one of the biggest vibrational, energetic body shifts you've received through a podcast or maybe even any training you ever received before. This is going to be potent. It's going to be powerful. And we're going to kick this off with an audio that I shared in my mastermind. So I'm going to switch over to that
1: audio right now. I just had a visual <laughs> that I just wanted to share with you guys I was called to share it in here so I was thinking of well when I had download for a podcast episode about Cali. so I think that's where this kind of came from and then see this is responding right guys it's <laughs> seeing a crow which remind me of the underworld which remind me of the root and it's following that string of yes 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 which led me to a Cali podcast and and then just now I was, you know, responding to this image of so many of us resist the crumbling. So many of us refuse to allow the crumbling. We, You know, it, we, our psyches created so many barriers and so much armor and all this other shit that we can't see on our own. We can't see on our own. And that's why we have mentors. And that's why, you know, I have two mentors at a time for different reasons because people are outside of us are able to see things that we just can't see from our own mind so anyway i was thinking of when we resist the crumbling and it reminded me of this house when i was running a canadian mental health association program i was thinking of this house that we lived in we lived on property there and it, god bless this woman that <laughs> owned the property but instead of like <clears throat> sorry guys, allowing the crumbling and like either rebuilding the house or redoing the foundation properly is a beautiful old home, a beautiful old home. Um, but instead of like actually either deciding like, look, we tear it down we restart or two, we actually get someone in and like, just like when we hire a coach. Right. And, pull apart the foundation and put the foundation back together properly or, or whatever needs to be done, like, get this house up to code, basically, because it was not on the code. Um, she kept, like, patchworking shit and, like, trying to, like, glue shit back together and glue over the holes and, like, just patchworking. And one, it, co- it cost more money for her to do that. It cost so much more money for her to do that. But two, the crumbling kept fucking happening. And on top of that, like mice and shit were getting in because there were so many holes. The basement was dungy. It, like, he, what? It was interesting. So she hadn't, like, uh, someone come out about the mice, which I refused to put out what they want because I don't believe in using poison. And uh, he said, You have no idea what this basement used to look like. He said, It used to be an antique store to literally show people what life was like back when this house was built like it was like an estate back in the day and i guess the basement was just beautiful and like people literally would drive hours to just see this house in its original state and i feel like that's our temple our body our chakras our our whole energetic system originally and when he came back, he was shocked. He says, you're not going to even believe what's happened the last couple of years or what this place used to look like. And it was dingy and it was gross. And, like, I was always kind of fucking freaked out to go down there. And, you know, you knew there was more than mice living down there. And it was just, like moldy and cobwebs and so much shit but because she was unwilling to allow the crumbling and because she was unwilling to do what it took and was just trying to patchwork it and like be like okay no we're not gonna look at this we're just gonna do this we're gonna make it look prettier from the outside we're not going to focus on what needs to happen in the basement we're just gonna focus on a prettier lawn we're just going to focus on more beautiful landscaping and that's what she did and that isn't that not what we do is that not what we do that's what we do Well, prettier images, a perfect funnel, a perfect launch, all this shit, when our energy's rotting, when our basement's rotting, when there's cobwebs and, like, dungy shit in our system that's holding us back, and then we wonder why things aren't as easy as we desire. Well, it's because we're not willing to either allow the crumbling, like the full-blown fucking crumbling, the full-blown crumbling, the everything crumbling, and we resist, and we maybe allow these little pieces to crumble, and these little pieces to crumble, and little pieces to crumble, and it's taking 5, 10, 15, 20, or lifetimes, or lifetimes, maybe not 20 years, maybe lifetimes, maybe 20 lifetimes, to get to the root of what it is because we're resisting it. So, those that see those timeline collapses are like willing to look their basement in the eye, willing to look their foundation in the eye, willing to look at the the gungy shit that's in there and release it and allow that deep releasing. And, you know, we can do rewilding. You can go through the whole priestess path program. And here's the thing as well I was speaking to one of my mentors about this because I get so much more of a release through like having, being guided, right? It's because we're not willing to see what's there. So if you're even avoiding doing the rewilding, we can do all that. But if we're going into it with our armor up, if we're going into it with, like, I know this already, or, like, I don't need to do this, or it's not an energy block, or whatever the case may be, whatever bullshit stories we have, it's not going to fucking work. And if we go into it with an outcome in mind, it's not going to work. I've had clients that were with me, I actually... What people really don't realize is the majority of my programs have had nothing to do with human design. (laughs) Um, I ran a warrior goddess mastermind for six months and then that followed up with re that's when it turned into like full blown programs on rewilding. And like clients were with me from the beginning and their autoimmune disease is healed. And I was talking about this with a foundation called client yesterday, like autoimmune disease is healed. Cancer that was late stage cancer and we're basically told like wrap up things healed like massive shifts healed but they went into it for the journey they went into it for the expansion they went into it like not with by the end of this i'm going to heal it was with an open mind in receiving mode in expansion mode allowing desire to guide them allowing themselves to get down and dirty with like all the shit that's in their system allowing themselves to puke in the middle of like a dark goddess rewilding if they're called to puke like allowing themselves to like whatever wants to come up so i just challenge you if you look at if you think of that analogy of the house where are you patchworking shit or where you're like oh I'll just like i'll fix this up over here or hang a nice painting over this massive fucking crack in my foundation where are you doing that when what really actually needs to happen is like either redoing the whole fucking foundation or just pulling the whole thing down pulling the whole thing down and starting over so I think that's a great thing to just contemplate this weekend and play with and roll around with and um, feel into. And some of us are willing to look at that. Some of us aren't. And that's, that's really what separates those that make a massive fucking impact in this world and those that don't. And There's not anything wrong with not wanting to make an impact on this world or just being okay with where you are. I never judge, never judge anyone that wants to to just maintain. There's no judgment there. There's no shame. There's no guilt in that. But allow yourself, like, play full out for the next three months. Play full fucking out.
0: So that is Callie. She goes straight into our roots, straight into our shadows, and rips out what we have been unwilling or unable to look at. And this really can create a massive collapse in our reality. I've seen clients and guided clients through times where Cali really came through and took their house away, their relationship away, their corporate job away, everything material that they were relying on. So they were forced, forced to stand there buck ass naked in their power and face everything that had been holding them back. Everything that they had been unwilling to look at. So we're going to back up just for a moment here and talk about who Kali is. And if you don't have any experience with the goddesses or the faces of the feminine, the first thing that I really desire to bring to you today is the realization and the integration and embodiment that the archetypes, the goddesses, the faces of the feminine are all within. You are the goddess. She is you. There's no separation. So that's really important for us to understand first as we dive into the work with Kali today. Kali is the embodiment of Shakti. She's the quintessential embodiment of feminine power in its rawest form. She's spiritual. She's erotic. She's sexual. She's courageous. And she really truly represents This way of confronting our deepest fears, which we very often are holding in our root and our womb space or sacral chakra. And if you work with me in quantum wealth embodiment, you know that I talk about how money is feminine energy that we receive through the root chakra. So when our basement, our foundation, that's what your root is, your basement, your foundation is dungy and has cobwebs and boxes of old shit piled up in there all these fears and shame and guilt stuffed in there we aren't able to receive an image that you'll often see with Kali is her with her right foot appearing to dance on Shiva now Shiva is the all-pervading eternal consciousness of the universe and beyond the masculine energy And it's upon this ultimate, unchanging, timeless reality of Shiva that Kali, meaning time, does her dance, causing the constant cycles of creation, life, and death of everything in the universe. So I don't want to get too far into the Kali and Shiva interconnectedness, the web there. But what I will say about Kali is she is passion. She is fierceness. She is the great mother goddess. She is the goddess of time, doomsday, and death. She's also known as the black goddess, the feminine form of Sanskrit Kala, which is time, doomsday, death, or black. In Sanskrit, Kali does mean she who is black. So there are such beautiful polarities between Callie's energy, the great mother who isn't afraid to destroy, the great mother who isn't afraid of the crumbling, the great mother who will rip the rug from under your feet from this big mama love because it's in your best interest. So when we're working with Callie, she will take you to your knees. To show you that your little human brain isn't in charge. And why I love working with her so much in rewilding and my womb healing programs and those journeys with clients. is very often clients say, well, I'm not going to surrender. I'm too fixated on control, whether consciously or subconsciously. Maybe even consciously they know they That is their next level. Surrender is their next level, but they're refusing to. And they're refusing to look at the patterns and look at the shadows and look at their foundation of where this fixation on control and this addiction to emotions is buried within. So Callie really forces us to look at that. And the reality is, if you're sitting here and going, oh, surrender is my biggest issue. I always get stuck around surrender. One, look at the words you use when you use words like that, you continually create the exact same reality. And two, if you refuse to surrender, if you won't surrender, to be the bearer of bad news, you're not going to reach your full potential. There is nothing magical. There's nothing cosmic. There's nothing that can be created beyond time and space. So out in the quantum field, that's done from control. And it is very much wounded energy when we like to think we have this illusion of control because the reality is no one has control over anything in the universe. So surrender is your first step. And that's why I love Callie because she will come in and rip the rug right out from under you. And maybe you've experienced this recently with COVID. I think even COVID itself is Callie coming in and just ripping the rug out from everyone, from everyone, shaking up everyone's reality so maybe you've had this reality shake up or the reality crumbling around you, but you've labeled it as bad and you're still allowing your human mind to take charge. You're still allowing your human mind to drive the bus, getting you more of your current reality. But when we work with Callie and we really truly embody our human design, Raw talks about how our mind is meant to be the passenger. Your ego is meant to be the passenger in the backseat. And we all know how much we hate backseat drivers, right? I hate when someone's being a backseat driver, yet we allow our mind, who is the backseat driver, to rule and run our entire lives. We allow wounded five-year-old us to run our business subconsciously because we're not looking at our shadows. We're allowing our subconscious wounds to run our relationships because we're not willing to look at our shadows. But when that false self, what Ra calls your not self, gets in the passenger seat, your ego, which is beautiful, even Ra said the goal is never to transcend the ego and Mary Magdalene revealed a beautiful book. It's another quote from there as well. There's so many threads, right? All these great conscious thought leaders, there's just threads that are woven between all of them. The ego is not the problem. Being in service to the ego, being in service to fear is the problem. The ego, when the ego is in service to soul, when the ego is in service to your higher self, when the ego is in service to the divinity in you, in service to your sacred mission, in service to your sacred message, the ego is beautiful. And that's what happens when the ego gets in the back seat, when your false self gets in the back seat. So Callie will come in and when you're in this state of resistance, when you're in this state of unwilling to see what needs to be done, when you are so rooted in the not self, looking for answers outside of you, looking for the right framework, the right program, the right funnel, the right ad to hit your next level, she's going to come in and rip everything that you are most attached to away from you, to give you everything you've ever desired, to give you everything you ever desired, to show you that there's so much more to you, there's so much more to living, to expressing, to relationships, to service in the world, to everything There is so much more. And it was never meant to be this hard. The only reason it feels hard is we've been given half the story. The only reason it feels hard is we have been so deeply conditioned into the patriarchal masculine world. That when the feminine started to be recognized, she was recognized in her wounded form. And her wounded form was rising in the online space. And her wounded form was rising in the world. This distorted feminine, this distorted energy, not the feminine in her divinity. And that is why business has felt hard. That is why money's felt hard. That's why your relationships have have felt hard. That's why your purpose and finding your purpose, the great question of life, what is my purpose, has felt hard. So she will come in and rip everything you were attached to away to give you everything. Remember, she is the destroyer, but also the great mother. And it reminds me of wolves. She reminds me very much of wolf energy. The alpha female is not afraid to put other pack members in their place. She is not afraid to teach her pups hard lessons. She is not afraid to stand in her sovereignty and listen to her instincts, but she also will be the fiercest protector of her pack. The fiercest protector of her pack. Callie will pull you to your knees. She will pull you to your knees so you have no choice but to follow your inner authority. When Callie came into my life, I was on my knees, dark night of the soul, sobbing in my bathroom. Hysterically sobbing, I had reached rock bottom and she pulled that rug out from under me. And then, on top of that, when I did walk out of corporate, another rug she pulled out was the bonus I was supposed to get, which in my mind, in my human mind, in my small human mind, I had figured, well, this is the cushion for me to start my business. And now, what would have happened if I got that cushion? I firmly believe I would not have gone all in. So she ripped all of that away from me, everything away from me. So all that was left was me standing in my power. All that was left was no other choice but to show up for my sacred mission and to show up for my sacred message. And show up, I did. I had no other choice. She ripped it all away. So I followed my strategy and authority. Callie is the highest, most powerful archetype you can work with. She will show you high, high spiritual truths. High spiritual truths. And a lot of people aren't willing to go there. A lot of people aren't ready to go there. She doesn't play small. I love Aphrodite. I love Venus. I love Persephone and Lilith. Oh my goodness, my heart's with Lilith. I'm here to live out her life path. She is... Right on top of my north node in Taurus in my natal chart. So I have a special part in my heart for Lilith and leading out her life path. I love Artemis. I love the goddesses. But when we work with Kali, it's a different type of energy. This is high, high spiritual truth. She will free you from your densest blocks. If you go in with Kali, r- raw, naked, ready to rumble, ready to look your shadows in the eye, I guarantee you, you are going to be puking your guts out. Now, don't let that scare you away from this journey or rewilding with me and joining me in rewilding programs or joining me in Ouroboros, which is my upcoming program. But she's going to rip your insides out. She's going to rip your insides out. And why she's going to rip your insides out is she needs to get the shit out of there. She needs to get the gunk out of there. So you're going to be sick to your stomach. You're going to have an upset stomach. I was just working with Callie to release some more blocks because it's a constant derubbling and I was sick to my stomach for three days straight. She's going to free you from the densest blocks though, that which you didn't even know existed within you and she is going to hold you to the fire hold you against the fire, hold you to your truth, and she will hold you there until you're willing to surrender. Now, here's the thing. When we don't work with her consciously, we work with her either way. It's an archetype within. It's an energy with the universe. She's also showing up in our natal charts and in the transits every day. But when we don't work with her consciously, it feels like our life is being turned upside down. It feels like shit is hitting the fan. And it brings us to our knees in a non-serving way. It brings us to our knees in a way where we're like sitting in bed watching Netflix for five days straight eating bonbons and allowing ourselves to spiral down and down and down and down. But when we work with her consciously, we can work with this de in a way that truly allows us to strip back our energy. So many of us are stuck in the not-self. So many of us are stuck in dysfunctional use of our energy. So many of us also try to approach These densest blocks, the densest, gunkiest, cobweb, crap-filled areas of our soul and energetic bodies with journaling prompts. And then we wonder why we've taken every single mindset program in the online space. We're journaling until we're blue in the face and nothing's changing. Because your conscious mind can't get to the places that Callie can get. Your conscious mind can't get there. So when we work with her consciously, she's not going to let you spiritually bypass. I mean, she'll pull over a puke bucket for you. She'll pull it over for you. She's not going to let you spiritually bypass. She's not going to let you ignore what's right in front of your face. So when you work with her, it can feel literally like your insides are being ripped out. And when you're picking a rewilding guide or someone to bring you through the archetypes, someone to bring you through this experience, really truly pick someone that's been in the depths of it like this isn't kumbaya around a fire when you work with the archetypes <laughs> it's not like roasting marshmallows around a fire or singing campfire songs like this is like full-blown sweat sick to your stomach earth shaking earth shattering most transformative mutative life-changing work you can do This is the fastest way to collapse timelines and come to alignment with your human design. And this is all going to be brought together in Ouroboros, my new program. All brought together to help you step into that conscious thought leader for humanity, the purest Ross form of your divine energy. I cannot wait for Ouroboros. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to change your entire life. If you resonate as a sacred rebel, as a mystic, And you're ready to lose just the coach hat, which is so limiting. I'm not saying don't be a coach. I'm saying just lose the the soul identity as a coach and step into a conscious thought leader for humanity and your purest, rawest form. Baby, this is the place. But getting back to what I was saying. Typical generator responding and following the response. (laughs) The issue that people hit in just doing mindset work. I'm not against mindset work. My degrees in psychology. I 100% believe in mindset work and rewiring the neural pathways. This rewires the neural pathways, however, without actually having to consciously rewire them. An unconscious mind can't see the unconscious parts. I'm going to say that again. I want you to really allow this to kind of resonate in your cells and your bones. This is why we truly need a guide and a mentor, especially with this work. An unconscious mind cannot see the unconscious parts. So yes, you can technically rewild. You can go outside, ground in the earth, roll around in the mud. It's one of my favorite things to do. Dance and shake and listen to tribal music. But there is a different frequency that is brought through when you have someone to guide you and take you there. Take you into the deepest, darkest places of your psyche take you into the deepest, darkest places of your shadows to find the gifts. We have built up lifetimes of patterns and armor and dragging guarded gates so that we don't go there. So that we don't go there. And then we expect journaling to be what saves us from that. But we don't even know where there is. We don't even know where there is. So many of us are living from our neck up. Like a toothpaste roll rolled all the way with that little last bit of toothpaste, smushed into the top. That's how we live our lives. When's the last time you've actually touched your body and got in touch with your body, grounded into your body, felt life in your body below your neck? We don't even know where there is. So having guides who know this territory intimately intimately changes the dynamics. Allows when we're working with the dark goddess for this lower chakra purification. The mentors that hold space for your soul's evolution and aren't afraid to call out your patterns. That's the most potent thing you can find in a guide whether it's Business, rewilding, doesn't matter. Someone that is not afraid to call out your patterns. Point out where you are chasing your tail. Point out where your stories are keeping you stuck. Where you rationalize what you are doing. One of my biggest pet peeves is the rationalization of, I don't have time or I don't know. You make time when something's important. You make time. And if you are a conscious thought leader for humanity, you ask yourself better questions than saying, I don't know. So they can help you notice your signposts, help you notice where you contract, where you reach the edges of your evolution from where you are now, and then you pull back in. Now, if we look at a butterfly, if she never pushed against the chrysalis, she would never be able to fly. I was using an example today on a call with a client, a bird hatching from an egg. If she never pushed against the shell, pushed against the resistance, found her own inner strength, she would never be born. And that's what your soul is asking you to do is push against the resistance. Push against your limits so she can be expressed and unleashed. So you can embody her and be of service to her. So where do you go when you're ready to contract? Where do you go when you're not willing to look at your shadows? Where do you go? What do you do? What are your patterns, habits, and behaviors when you start to meet that resistance, when you push against the edges of your comfort zone? Do you withdraw? Do you allow sadness to overcome you? Do you become clingy, needy? Do you attention seek? Right? Very often a secondary gain of saying, well, you know I tried and it just doesn't work for me. Woe is me, this isn't for me, is people will start to build you up. No, no, no. You've got this. you're a badass. you can do it. And we do end up getting a secondary gain. We become conditioned just like Pavlov with the dog. We become conditioned to go into the victim so other people will build us up and tell us we're okay. Or if you have those friends that help you roll around in your shit, They'll be like, oh yeah, he's such an asshole and life is so hard and, you know, it's just, it's really hard to make money out there. Right? So either you're going to have the friends that confirm the fact that the world sucks or you're going to have people that jump in and try to build you up. But either way, you're still getting a secondary gain from being a victim and attention seeking. But when we work with Callie and allow guides to guide us there, because you don't, we don't even know where there is. We don't even know where there is. I have mentors that I do this with. Also to deepen my own gifts and my own medicine so I can help and serve my clients and you at a higher capacity. But it's time to hold yourself to the fire of your truth because that's where your gifts are. It's time to hold yourself to the fire of what you have stored in your foundation because that's where your gifts are. Your gifts are within the shadows. Now, it's not saying don't be human and don't have temper tantrums. You just don't swim in it. You just don't swim in your muck. You just don't allow that five-year-old you to run your business, run your empire. You can't build an empire and a legacy with the five-year-old wounded child within running it. It doesn't work like that. What I always say to my clients is we feel the emotions. If you can feel the depths of your emotions, the height of your emotions, all ranges of your emotions, you can receive at such a high potent capacity. You have to be able to feel it all to receive. One of the things in my human design training at the professional school was pointed out, if you cut off one end of your emotions, you cut off the same amount on the other end. So often we're trying to cut off sadness. We're trying to cut off pain. We're trying to cut off all of those, what we've deemed and labeled negative emotions. But in doing so, and I felt this when I was on depression meds years ago, by numbing out those negative emotions, you numb out the highs. And by doing that, you cut off your legs, the magic within you, your capacity to receive You block that. Your emotions are your gateway in. Your emotions are your gateway to everything you've been desiring. And when we develop this witness consciousness, we're able to have this bird's eye view. We're able to see our little self needs to have a fit in the corner. Our little self needs to throw a temper tantrum, but we don't feed the monster. We allow her to have that temper tantrum without feeding the monster. And we're able to lead ourselves powerfully in our sovereignty. And Callie helps us do that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Working with Callie is life transforming to say the least. She's one of my favorite goddesses to work with, like I said. Now, I love giving you guys something to take away from these episodes more than just the pure gold that is in the information itself. So there's a couple ways you can work with Kali. I will say I've been playing with the idea. I've already got an aha uh-huh to do this. I'm just waiting for the aha uh-huh on the right time to do this of a rewilding inner circle, which would include rewilding programs every month, rewilding journeys, shamanic work, womb healing work, full moon, new moon work, It'd be really sexy. It'd be super, super sexy. It wouldn't necessarily be a coaching container. I wouldn't be coaching you on business in there. It would be just truly this coming to circle. Like our ancestors did. Like is in our bones. Women coming to circle. So it would be this really powerful, potent space. So I'm playing with that idea. So I would say make sure to follow me at Rising on Instagram because that's where I announce everything. It would be a low cost. I really deeply desire for this to be available to everyone. So it would be a very affordable price to be part of the rewilding inner circle every single month. And like I said, we'd have rewilding journeys, womb work, shamanic journeys. It'll be really fucking powerful and potent. So that's the first thing I want to say. The second piece is you can meditate visualizing her image And just allow yourself to see what arises. For something like this, I really enjoy putting maybe um, sacral, root, chakra, singing bowls on in the background. And just call her in and truly see what arises. Very often, if we do this on our own, I will just let you know that, like I said previously in this episode, we can put up blocks. We don't know what we don't know. We can't see what we can't see. So very often we're going to block ourselves from seeing the full message she's bringing through or even fully understanding what she's bringing through. But it's a beautiful way to start opening that gateway, start opening that portal to working with her. Another way is have this self-reflection. Now you can sit and actually journal on this if you desire, or you can go outside, go for a walk in nature, ground in some mud, put your hand on a tree and contemplate the questions, where are you suppressing your wild, feminine self? Or another way to put this is, is there somewhere in your life you are playing nice instead of expressing your truthful, sacred rage that's within or your truth, your sacred truth? Another reflection you can play with is, where are you operating in your shadow career? That's what I call it when we have a direction in our business that, isn't actually our true soul direction. That's not actually our true soul direction. We're just doing it because we think it'll make us money. We think people will accept us. We think it won't create waves. And so we stay in this direction where we're not ultimately completely lit up by life and lit up because it is our sacred message and our sacred mission on this earth. You came here. You signed a contract with a mission you were going to live out. You also knew when you did that, that by signing that contract, you would forget everything. That you would forget everything. This lifetime isn't more learning for you. This lifetime is birthing into reality your lifetimes of learning, your lifetimes of experiences. You're birthing that in to anchor in the new earth now. So the self-reflection contemplation can be, where am I in a shadow career or shadow direction of my business? And maybe at this moment in time, you can't really anchor in fully what your full purpose is. But if you did know in this moment how you can start shifting, what shifts would you make? Now, I will say before invoking Callie and working with Callie, her energy is not to be taken lightly. (laughs) She is loving she is a great mother, but she is also the goddess of death and destruction. But if you are ready to come alive, wake up, and live your life fully, she's a necessary force to guide you there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know you did. Oh, I feel so good after talking about Callie. <laughs> I'm ready to go do my own rewilding now. So I will leave you there for this week. Or, you know, you never know. I'm a Generator Sacral Authority. I might pop in with another episode this week. If this really resonated in your bones and you agree that this is the type of information women's souls have been yearning for, please take a screenshot and share on Instagram. Give me a tag at Rising. And if you have a hot second to pause and give me a review... I would be forever grateful. I hope you have a fabulous, beautiful, magical, mystical week. I hope you take a moment to see the mystical and the mundane and the magic and medicine held in your bones. And I'll talk to you soon.